1MDB has sparked embezzlement and money laundering investigations across One of the biggest corruption scandals the world has ever seen. What may be the biggest financial scam in the history. Number of corrupt 1MDB officials treated this public trust as a personal bank account. Follow us as we bring you into the courtroom where the biggest financial scandal in Malaysian history is being heard. By the Malaysian Insight, this is the Najib Razak 1MDB trial, and I'm Patrick Teo. The 20th day of the trial began at 2pm and was a short one. The court revisited how Najib had prevented the Sovereign Wealth Fund from being audited. As defence lawyer Shafi Abdullah continued his cross-examination of the ninth witness, Sharul Halmi, we also heard how the scandal could have come to light much earlier if Sharul had not followed the instructions given to him, in the lawyer's words, blindly. But follow blindly he did because Sharul believed that any instructions from Joe Lowe were instructions from Najib. Shafi got straight down to business and started firing questions at Sharul about the federalization of 1MDB. It was Sharul's third week on the witness stand, and Shafi is only halfway done with his cross examination. He told the judge he hopes to be done by the end of the week. To recap, 1MDB, formerly known as the Trunganu Investment Authority or TIA, was set up by the Sultan of Trunganu to drive development in the state. TIA was eventually acquired by the federal government, renamed 1MDB, and was positioned as a sovereign wealth fund. In his witness statement, Sharul said that once the federal government took control of 1MDB, Najib's first course of action was to prevent the company from being audited. Joe said that it would threaten Najib's political standing. The businessman told Sharul to write a letter addressed to Najib saying that the company did not need to go through a due diligence audit. The letter was written up using talking points Joe gave Sharul. The witness believed these talking points came out of a discussion between Joe and Najib, the then Prime Minister. Going by Sharul's testimony, Joe had asked him to write a letter to Najib, the contents of which came from Joe and Najib. Really roundabout, I know. This letter was then sent to Najib, the 1MDB director, chairman and the auditor general. Shafi was not impressed with Charles' testimony. Why didn't you as CEO check with the PM if those were indeed his instructions, he quizzed. I had no reason to, Charles replied. The instructions were given to him by Joe and that was as good as coming from Najib himself. But based on what he knows now, the witness believes that the attempt to foil the audit was done to hide Najib's misappropriation of the 5 billion ringgit bonds raised for TIA. Shafi did not let Sharul off the hook so easily. He put it to the witness that had Sharul not interfered with the Auditor General's office, the misappropriation of 1MDB's funds would have been found out as early as 2010. Sharul agreed with the lawyer, but he defended his decision to follow Joe's instructions, saying that at the time, he truly believed that there was a political risk to Najib. When the lawyer suggested that there was no reason why an audit shouldn't be done, Sharul agreed. 
The lawyer was clearly unhappy with Charles' explanation. He accused him of following instructions from Joe blindly and said he was in cahoots with the fugitive businessman. He also accused the witness of hiding the true state of 1MDB's finances by opposing the audit. Charles, calm and collected, said he did not agree with the lawyer. Before adjourning for the day, Shafi informed the judge that Najib was needed in Parliament tomorrow and requested for the trial to start at 2.30pm. The judge agreed. This podcast was brought to you by the Malaysian Insight. The team behind the Najib Razak 1MDB podcast are Revati Supramaniam, Yappik Kwan and Yvonne Lim. Beat Hong provided additional reporting. And I'm Patrick Teo. 